this is Kelly Craywick. Welcome to the Coffee with Kelly podcast. Hey, every morning God downloads little tidbits of encouragement into my life, and I would like to share it with you. So grab your favorite cup of coffee, and let's take a moment to chat. You know, something really funny about that is, um, sheesh, sometimes I don't have coffee. <laughs> Lately, I've been back on the LaCroix, so now I've got a lime LaCroix setting here, and I'm listening to my dog bark in the background and thinking, it's time to do a podcast. So here we are. <laughs> okay, so I haven't done a podcast in a while. I've, I've really been dealing with the holidays. They're coming around, and this will be first for us, still first for us, with, with losing my mom. And I don't, I don't want it to be about me. So I want you to understand that I know, because I, I've prayed, God, please help me not to focus on what's going on in my life, just me. Because, you know, one of the scriptures, it keeps coming into my mind all the time. And the more it comes into my mind, I, I recognize it, that in the last days, people will be lovers of themselves. And that is so true. I, I can't even think of when it is more true. I have seen commercials, and I, I don't know if I mentioned it before, but there's a couple of places here locally where um, they've rented space in in strip malls and there are places where you can go and take selfies. So there's all these different little booths with cute little backdrops and little props and stuff. And you can just go to this place and take all the selfies you want and you pay to do this. And I just can't even believe that. That is like a whole nother level of, I love myself. <laughs> okay, it's cheaper than a photographer. You can justify it however you want to, but I think we've hit a new level of loving ourselves. So anyway, with that being said, I've been praying that God will just help me to discern um, when I'm when I'm having a pity party and when I'm not. And part of that is, it's just, this is the hardest thing for me to navigate because I usually am very, um, I, I usually am very level-headed and I try to see things, you know, for what they are. And this is just overwhelming. Like sometimes this grief thing will hit me and it drowns me. And, and I am just having the biggest pity party. And I, and I don't want to have a pity party, but I, I also have to give myself grace and understand that it's normal. And I don't like this normal. <laughs> it's kind of like the same thing as we've been going through this whole COVID thing, you know, like if you guys, has anyone else noticed that there's no customer service anymore? I mean, you don't go into a restaurant anymore. You go through the drive-thru and when they hand you your food, you're lucky if they even look at you to make sure that they're handing it to you because they're too busy talking to the person they're working with about what they did the night before as they're handing you your food. It's just, there's a whole new a whole new world we live in and, and the normal is really hard now to to adjust to. So I've been praying through this whole thing and God is just really, yesterday I had, I had a, we had a great prayer service and God just kind of showed me even throughout the day that, that instead of focusing on the things that are overwhelming me, I need to focus on him and prayer. And you know, when you start praying for other people, when you take the time, because I did, I took the time, I called people and people called me and I called them back and I was able to just speak to people. And, and you know what? I'm not the only person that's dealing with life. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? I'm not the only one. Everybody's dealing with it. And nobody cares about my problem. They, they only, I mean, really, it's true. I mean, to a certain degree, we care, but, but we're so focused on ourselves. We have got to stop that. Um, so I, I got this verse and I, I went to the vet this morning with my dog. I thought he needed to go. So I took him to the vet and they said, oh, we can squeeze you in. So I got there at like 845. And so while I'm sitting there and the dog's just being a good dog and laying there, I found this verse. And by the way, I was there for an hour and a half and... Um, 
I finally just called them because they make you in your car now and they text you when they're ready and I never heard anything. And so I called them. I said, can I just make an appointment? If he's, if he's dying or something, I'll take him to the emergency vet, but I, I, I can't sit here all day. I mean, I was, you said, hurry up and we can get you in. And now it's been an hour and a half. So anyway, in Luke chapter seven, starting verse 36, uh, a sinful woman forgiven. Okay. So one of the Pharisees asked Jesus to come and eat with him. So he went to the Pharisee's house and he was sitting at the table and this woman comes and I'm paraphrasing. I'm, I'll get to get to the point. So I'm trying to quicken this. He, the woman comes to him and she she, she bows down at his feet and she starts crying. And she, then she starts, the tears are falling on his feet and she uses her hair to wipe it off. And then she has this oil, this beautiful ointment, this beautiful smelling oil that she, she rubs on his feet. Well, this makes the Pharisee really mad because he invited Jesus over to his house and he is an important man, this Pharisee. You have to understand, he's a good man. He's a godly man. He's a church man. And he is, he's done everything the right way. He called this, you know, he asked Jesus to come to his house and he's feeding him. And he's a how, how dare this, this woman come in here and, and bow at his feet and start washing his feet and taking Jesus' attention away from him. Okay. Because, you know, we do that. We do that. We, we get self-righteous, right? Is that religion? I mean, and, and I can hear this. I, I could have been that way. So he, he's asking Jesus about this. It says, and when the Pharisee who had invited him saw this, he said to himself. So he said this to himself. He didn't say it out loud. If this man were a prophet, he would have known who and what sort of woman this was who was touching him. For she is a sinner. And that's verse 39, part of it. And then in verse 40, it says, and Jesus answering him said, now understand that this man did not say this out loud, but Jesus knew what he was thinking. And he said, Simon, I have something to say to you. And he answered, say it, teacher. A certain money lender had two debtors, one owed 500 demarii, demari, whatever, <laughs> and the other 50. When they could not pay, he canceled the debt of both. Now, which of them do you think will love him more? And Simon answered and said, the one, I suppose, for whom he canceled the larger debt. And he said to him, you have judged rightly. And then turning toward the woman, he said to Simon, do you see this woman? I entered your house and you gave me no water for my feet. And she has wet her feet with my, my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You gave me no kiss, but from the time I came in, she has not ceased to kiss my feet. You did not anoint my head with oil, but she has anointed my feet with ointment. Therefore, I tell you, her sin, which are many, are forgiven, for she loved much, but he who is forgiven little loves little. This is heartbreaking to me because this man was so self-righteous and he, he, he loved Jesus. I mean, he believed in him. He, he wanted to know more about him. He calls him teacher. He wanted him to come to his house. He wanted to find out who he was. I think he had the right intentions, but he was so self-righteous that it was all about him. He didn't stop to think about who Jesus was or, or to even really go there. And then this woman comes and this just makes me see. So when you're sitting in church, and you're looking at the person in the back row or in the front row or wherever they're sitting that's dressed shabbily, 
that is a sinner and you know it. And you're thinking all of that. (laughs) God just calls you out, right? God just calls us out. We have got to be so careful, so careful that our focus is where it should be. I really believe this is about our focus because Simon was so busy being focused on the fact that this woman was a sinner that he didn't even take into consideration the fact that he was sitting with Jesus. How did Jesus know what he thought? Do you think he thought, wow, how did he know? He had to have, right? There's so, there's so much in that, in that scripture. And it just makes me know that when I'm going through these times where I feel like I'm overwhelmed, and when I go through these times where I'm just thinking about myself, that all I need to do is sit at the feet of Jesus and that he is going to take everything and, and he's going to make it all better. You know, I, I, I go so many, so many different places in my mind with the scripture, but I just want you to know that Jesus forgives you, that he loves you, and that there isn't anything that you could do that could separate you from his love. And brokenness is where he meets you. It's not about how good you've been. I don't care how good you are. I don't care if you work for the PTO. I don't care if you go in and clean the church on sun, on Saturday afternoons. I don't care if you mow the grass at the church. I don't care if you help the pastor at his house. I don't care what you do, okay? I don't care. Just be at the feet of Jesus because he's the one. He's the one that really matters. He's the one who will forgive you of your sins. He's the one that we need to focus on all the time. I hope that the scripture meant something to you. I hope that you have a blessed day. I pray that you'll find somebody that you can talk to today and speak into them and encourage them to follow and chase after Christ. Thank you so much. I hope you have a blessed day. 